Hi, my name is Steve Durkin, and this is the Radical Turnaround podcast. And today, my guests are Amanda Decker-Board and Boris Fine, who, along with Alex Schlob, are the owners, partners, and co-founders of APL Shamanic Journeys. Welcome, Amanda and, and Boris. Thanks for having us. It's it's good to speak to you. Um, it's been it's been a while. It was last year when I last when I last saw you. Now I mainly want to talk about obviously everything that you're doing there with APL and uh, and on all the plant medicines and everything that you're working with. But first of all, I, w- I just want to find out a little bit about um, you two um, and and what brought you together and a little bit about your, your life story. So I'll start with uh, I'll start with you you Boris. You're originally from the Eastern Bloc. Um, just tell me a little bit about the difference between being brought up being brought up in your country and being brought up uh, and and the difference between there and, and here well you know when i was a teenager i discovered that our consciousness is capable for miraculous, miraculous things and that times i was really into castaneda books and uh, all this philosophy and um, you know it was kind of difficult because uh, i always felt this gap between my perception of the world and uh, the social norms that people had around me. And also, obviously, uh, ayahuasca and other androgens, uh, they were out of law in my home country. So mm-hmm. I always felt a little bit like an outsider, you know, if, uh, because people didn't really understand uh, my vision on uh, plants and the possibility to connect with them and uh, to heal yourself using plant medicine mm-hmm. but um, eventually i just realized that the world is much bigger than my home country you know and uh, now for many years uh, i'm living in uh, europe and uh, that's why just you know while i'm on a podcast i want to thank europe for everything that governments and people are doing here and providing us the opportunity to work legally and uh, create a safe and uh, I think comfortable and a great place for everyone to come and uh, uh, connect with uh, the Asian tradition of Amazonian Kronderisma because that's what we do. We connect traditional shamans with uh, Western participants under the uh, guidance of uh, therapists and professionals. That's what we are passionate about. Yeah, you you said that you um, you had a revelation. Um, I asked you if you had a ha-ha moment in your life and you said that you're revelation or your aha moment was that was when you realized that there was other countries out there that you could um follow your passion follow your dream and do things that you want to do without necessarily getting getting locked up for it would you say that you've you've obviously found that now um with 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 what you what you're doing um i'm yeah, you... yeah. sorry go on keep go going on. I'm sorry. go on i was going to say how how has that changed things for you that revelation. And when did you have that revelation? How old was you? you know, was you was you back in your home country when you when you realized it? Hold on a sec. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I think it's uh, maybe the same as when you try some uh, substances that can alter your consciousness for the very first time, and you're entering this uh, alternate state of consciousness, and you are just like, oh wow, I didn't even think that. It is possible that you can feel life in the way you do right now. And I think it was the same moment for me when I realized that uh, the world is much bigger and uh, there are places where uh, you can just develop yourself and you can bring something to the table and uh, people can listen to you. And uh, I think this is a 
this is a moment of liberation when you understand that there are people like you around, you know, and uh, they're passionate about uh, plant medicine and uh, healing as much as you are. Mm. So I'm just, I, I just feel incredibly grateful to have the opportunity to uh, found our retreats and uh, to create the place for people to come and receive healing. When you when you first discovered about ayahuasca and about entheogenics and about um, psychedelic substances, you maybe have, maybe thought, and I think everybody does as well, because there's still that massive stigma around around it that you was on your own and that there was not many people that thought like you thought, especially especially living in the eastern eastern block. Um, in 2014, you you actually made your first trip down to the um, to the Amazon to the Amazon um, jungle and. I'm presuming that that was the the real beginning of your journey. Was that was that a turning point in your life? That's true. Yeah, you know, I think that I was incredibly lucky because uh, even before I decided to visit Peru for the very first time in 2014, um, as I told you, I was really into Castaneda books, and in those books, he was describing uh, his apprenticeship uh, with a shaman who lives in uh, in Mexico. So in in first two books, he was explaining that uh, through the connection with plants, you can achieve uh, absolutely new levels of understanding of reality. And uh, that's why it kind of stuck in my head, you know. Uh, when we are kids, we are always uh, dreaming to become magicians here. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that when I was 13, 14 years old, I already had this idea in my head, like, Oh, you know, everyone is telling you that magic doesn't exist, but look, there, there is someone who is saying that something magical is possible. It is possible to use intelligence and plants and connect with them. I mean, how cool it is. So with, with thoughts like this, of course, uh, I tried some uh, like mushrooms, you know, before coming to Peru. And uh, I met my partner, Alexander, my business partner with whom we found the APL after. And uh, eventually, he was as passionate as I was about Castaneda and all this plant medicine stuff. Did, so you, introduce, we like, did you introduce yeah. him to the plant medicines, yeah? I didn't introduce him. He was just on the same stage as yeah. I was that time. And uh, it was incredible for me. It was like the first hit, you know, the first, uh, the first hint that there is someone mm. who thinks the same way as you do. So we kind of teamed up and we were dreaming about going to Amazonia or somewhere and meet our shaman. We, we, we didn't know much about ayahuasca at that time. And even when we finally decided to, to fly to Peru, times were different, you know? Now you can just Google or YouTube ayahuasca and you will have mm-hmm. thousands yeah, of yeah, yeah. videos describing what it is, how it is. There are so many retreat places in the Amazon that are waiting for you. But back then, there were practically no information about ayahuasca. There were maybe a few, a couple of uh, movies, documentaries on ayahuasca, and uh, we didn't even know where to go. You couldn't just Google uh, a retreat place. So eventually we found that somehow, magically, we, we knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew wow. Simon in Amazon. <laughs> and, uh, we just right. bought to, to Lima, to Iquitas. And we didn't even know where we were going. And uh, our flight was like in five days after we bought our plane ticket. So two days before our flight, finally, the guy came back to us and gave us some instructions where we need to go. So it was a bit of an adventure, you know, like in a game. I can when, imagine, uh, yeah. 
RPG games when when you have a mission and you have to fulfill it. So for us, it was the same. It was like a mystery. It was something magical hidden in the Amazonian rainforest. I mean, when you're, I was 17 or 18 years old. I'm All right, so, so very young. Wow, that's very bold. Yeah, very bold. Amazon, I mean, to drink something with a shaman, that's fantastic. So when we, when we went there for the very first time, we didn't know much, but we were really passionate and we were more than open to any experience coming. And uh, after all these years, you know, when I look back and now we have experience of, of working with thousands of different people coming from all possible countries. And I can see that sometimes you may not know much, but when your heart is open, when your intentions are good and when you are really, yeah, open for the experience for whatever comes, then your experience is going to be great. And when yeah. we came to Peru, our, our experience wasn't easy. No, I can, all right. Did, so, did you did you have an idea of of um, what to expect? Um, obviously, you did have an, some idea of what to expect. Oh did yeah, it, you know. did, it, did it more than exceed your expectations? Yeah, I remember we watched the movie uh, DMT, the Spiritual Molecule. All right, okay, Rick Strassman, yeah, yeah, something like this. And I remember, you know, just to give you an idea how much we knew when we when we uh, jump into the plane, me and my partner Sasha, uh, Alex. I he he turned uh, he turned his head and she was like, "Do you know that when you drink ayahuasca and you see the snake, if it comes into your mouth, you're gonna become a black shaman?" I mean, <laughs> this is kind of a nonsense. Yes, but yes. Oh, but right. it was like, oh yeah, we shouldn't we shouldn't let the snake inside of <laughs> us. You <laughs> so said that with your mouth tightly shut all the way through. <laughs> and we didn't know anything. We didn't know where we were going. We didn't know who was gonna be a shaman. Uh, we, we knew basically nothing, but we learned. But you went. It was, uh, it, was, it was a leap of faith, and it was something that obviously you were you were passionate about doing. I was just going to mention you you started up a business. So now, was that off the back of going down there? Obviously, that was after you'd been down to the Amazon. Yeah, um, I'd like to talk about that. But in the essence of time, um, when you when you actually um, closed your business. Uh, you said that you completely lost lost everything, but you still had that passion. You still had that dream and that goal of, you know, of maybe going down to the Amazon and and uh, and, and doing more of, you know, and actually be, this being becoming part of, part of your life. Um, you obviously had a lot of challenges to overcome. Then, um, what drove you forward to to overcome all them challenges when when you know when obviously they were they were very difficult, probably more difficult than than a lot of people in the West can understand. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think that it's so common to hear that you need to fight for the good place under the sun in your life, you know, you need to fight for it every day. But uh, I think that when we came back from Peru, that's what I was doing. I, I started my company, the import company, we were importing plant extracts from uh, the Amazon and Europe, and we were like pushing it so much. I remember how how crazy it was to go to my office every 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 day managing all our employees and just fighting 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 and through through all these years we were visiting Peru often and uh, we were participating in ceremonies at first and then we started to practice uh, sacred shamanic dieting with master plans and it's it's kind of difficult you know when you one of one of your legs is in this shamanic world and yeah, another yeah. one Two different completely worlds, yeah. Two different complete worlds. You know? And uh, we were creating this kind of con con conflict, this confusion between these two worlds. But, um, you know, the truth is that 
we were just doing the wrong thing. <laughs> we, we, were, we were not following our passion. We were not following our dreams. And through all these years, when I had a business, we were just thinking about opening our retreat in Peru to having a place where people can come. And we were planning and making business plans and thinking. But then eventually, life just gave us a present. And uh, it showed us that when you are fighting for the things things that do not belong to you, you are not going to get much. So you just need to let it go. You, 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 sh you, sh you shouldn't uh, try to keep the whole world into your hands. You know, sometimes you just you just need to let things go. And that's what we do. We, we let everything go. We, we closed our company and to do so, we had to spend all our financial assets and uh, we were practically without anything at that moment. But we had one thing, we had idea. And so, yeah. uh, I think this is the most important part because when you, when, when you have an idea and you, have, and, and you are passionate about it, all, all doors are going to be open. And um, and here you are now. <laughs> here you are now. Yeah, right up to the present. Yeah, yeah we just invest everything that we had and we borrowed a lot from our friends and people we worked with and we just made the jump of faith. Yes, it was definitely a leap of leap of faith. But obviously, you, you knew what you knew where you were going. You had a, you had a plan. You knew where you were going, and and for some for anybody. Just basically deciding that the business idea that they've been putting all their effort into for the last however many years is just not for them to just say, right, okay, that's it. Let's close the doors and just let's just make this leap of faith and you know and and do this crazy thing, which most people would think was completely completely crazy. And well, so, that's, so that's what people were thinking. <laughs> yes, but you still did it anyway. So when when it didn't come from nowhere. I, I just want to highlight it. It, it wasn't like we woke up one day. And oh, no, like, this is a lifelong journey. I can imagine. Yeah, you've been obviously, like you say, when you were 15, you, you know, you know, you obviously was a, a deep thinker from a from an early, from an early age. Um, at what point did you meet meet Amanda? Because I want to talk a little bit about Amanda now. Was that was that after after the business had, had um, been closed down? Was it did you meet her in, in Peru? Where did you where did you meet Amanda? Yeah, my business was already closed, uh, and uh, uh, first, um, when, when, when we started, we just had an idea of uh, bringing our shaman to Europe and creating a space there, and uh, that time we saw that several retreats started to pop up in Europe, but people were hosting ceremonies absolutely not the way how shamans were doing it in the Amazon, especially in Peru and Ecuador, and it was so completely different from all the traditional settings that we saw in Peru for many years that, to be honest, it, it kind of confused us. It, it shocked us mm. because uh, people Imagine. Were ceremonies with uh, lights on, with music through speakers, without shamans. Like really and, dangerous. Uh, yeah, it's very dangerous. dangerous. I mean, for us, it was like such a disrespect to the medicine. Yeah. And I think it's something that pushed us to start our retreats in Europe because we were like, all right. If we think that uh, this is not the best way, maybe we can offer something that we believe in, and that's how APN started from the idea that we can we have something to offer, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, so we set up everything and uh, um, prepared our very first retreat, and uh, Amanda joined us for this retreat as a participant. Yes. So that's how I met them. I showed up. It was my first experience. 
Um, that, that was your first first ayahuasca experience then, yeah? first, I, I had just come from india or i was in lebanon like on a microbiotic cleanse and i was all i was really spiritual and i remember the guru at this place was like some people need plants to dive deeper but he said it in like a really condescending way and i was like hmm what are these plants that he's talking about and i look it up on the internet and I find a retreat that was the next week. And I remember messaging the forest and he's like, normally people are dieting. Like this was a big thing. Yeah, I had yeah. never done anything in my life. No LSD. I was so you never heard anything about this. This well, was just something out, completely out of the blue. Yeah. I was just doing this because this guy was really talking a little bit too bad about it. And then I showed up and it rocked my world. Um, I we did uh, San Pedro the last night and I remember being on the roof Boris was there and I something like happened and I said this this is it you guys have found it Mm. so that was your that was your turning point obviously that was your turning point yeah like it was I I only can explain it to people like faith like at that moment I understood what faith was in this and that I saw for soldiers, for people like myself, for people with family. And from that point forward is where I started my journey with like mental health and going deeper mm. into this. Right. And yeah. Well, that's what. So-, so that's lit. And then so shortly after that, the guys and I, because we wanted to work together, we went to Peru for a month and a half. We went on a diet, we went to Bolivia. We traveled around because I really wanted to understand what, what we're getting into and so we, we did like the three musketeers all around south america which was a lot of fun wow so that's how you met i want to i want to delve a little bit into your background as well though amanda yeah. before we before we get to this point because obviously you've got you know that was a revelation for you in your in your life a turning point but um well this you grew up in the um midwest of, of america uh, yeah. and to a military family yeah, yeah. and uh, and this is in your own words amanda um with a crazy pilot father, there we are. <laughs> there yeah. we are. What, yeah. what, what was what was that like growing up in a in a in a military family with a crazy pilot, crazy I mean, pilot it was, father? It was awesome, but always on. I mean, so I was kind of born into this warrior family, and um, my dad would like land the helicopter in the front yard. Wow. Uh, and I didn't know that wasn't normal until I started to get older. Like it would be like a military helicopter, but all my uncles were like pilots. And so when I wanted to join uh, the military, my dad absolutely said no. Right. And I kind of was like, wait a minute, you're my idol. Why would that be? But for him, it was like, I went to Vietnam. I don't want that for my children. Um, but we, I did. I still joined the Air Force. And it was very hard because I did go overseas. And it was difficult for him. I think he thought, you know, one family member and that's it but we have this warrior spirit. Some people Mm. have it. And I definitely have, I've had it through Aya. Like now I kind of feel like the spiritual warrior, it's a little bit softer approach as opposed to how I used to. Yeah. yeah, More more aggressive. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I love it. And it has changed the way that I see everything. I mean, my life has done a 180, but you still can carry that strength in mm. everything you do. So. So you joined the, Totally Sorry, different. you joined the, you joined the, the air force um, soon, more or less soon as you left high school. But you also um, you also went to university as well. So you were running the both both of them. I mean, wow! I mean, that's I just, oh, yeah. I graduated high school, and the next day I joined the air force. I swore in, 
And um, I went to boot camp, but I was also doing university at the same time. So I like, I left uh, middle of a semester to go to Iraq for a couple months over Christmas. And then the next, I flew home and the next day I was sitting in class in university. And I can tell you that is such a surreal experience. Too much. We do not like help our soldiers enough with this because you're coming back and like there's somebody complaining about the t-shirt they're wearing and you honestly just came back from like a fighting yeah. and you want to just punch him in the face and just, yeah. just you don't know what to do you almost think that you're like in a comedy it's mm. it's something wild so such a that's contrast yeah yeah it's such a contrast and i'm i was lucky because of my father that he kind of knew and he got me help where some of these soldiers don't get help and now mm. that's why we're seeing a huge amount of like addictions and mm. suicide rate and because they just don't have the tools to handle real life like a wife or a child complaining like they just don't they're not wired for that after yeah. they've been overseas for so long so you know with with Aya and with some other plant medicine there's a real chance there to help them kind of rewire and get resettled um, yeah. but yeah for me my life has always kind of go big or go home like really hit it hard travel hard like do adrenaline things so with plant medicine it hits it, it yeah hits well when when you uh when you actually left the military you uh you spent eight years eight years traveling eight years <laughs> I like did, a for, just do a forest gump and just travel just, I did, just I did two years around the world without a plane um right, so okay. my boats cars and trains started in new york ended in new york um it was wild i had a partner that we were both able to do it and it was i life-changing i mean from every place that i went i was a different person i wrote in a journal and i can see how much i grew but i was always interested in how they were living how they like kept fit what they used for their life this has always been kind of a journey of mine and understanding their culture and then once we finished this two-year travel i based out of switzerland and i just kept doing it so i went to india for a month and a half for you know, I was would go somewhere in the East Block. I also spent some time in their homeland. Like I just love, I I love like seeing new people and taking something with me and putting it mm. in my life. It just yeah. really, it, I like the idea of growing and shedding new skin. For me, it's that's really important in life. I, I was thinking before we had this interview that um, obviously you're traveling. You've been to India. You've, you've been on on retreats and all sorts of things. So you've you've, you've spent a lot of time traveling and obviously experiencing experiencing the world and I was thinking that it was that that perhaps um it's probably a mixture of everything that led you to to what it is that you're doing now but you've, you've obviously explained to me that you you went Boris and Boris and Sasha and, and you had that first um that first experience um with ayahuasca and also with um with San Pedro Wachuma um and I think that maybe you was your mind was ready at that point it was completely ready at that point and that's what tipped you over that complete edge to go right this is for me and and is that is that true it was i think it was i just remember looking up and then i also saw because i've done retreats and managing i i saw like little things that they could do to make it to optimize it i'm because i'm also in business and i was like oh we could just do this a little bit so that's how when we first started i was like we can just add this like update this and um the guys do like to say that they knew that I was coming before I was even coming. Right? Is that true, Boris? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Did anything that, that's happen? true because uh, b before we started our retreats in Europe, we brought our shaman, our Peruvian shaman from uh, 
his uh, village to our home country for a couple of times. So our friends and families can also participate in uh, ceremonies. My mother participated. So it was uh, a great journey, yeah. And uh, on one of this, um, no, it, it wasn't retreats. It was just like, <laughs> we, were just, we just wanted everyone around to see how powerful ayahuasca can be. Mm-hmm. So after one ceremony, our shaman NL came to us and she was like, guys, I can see a woman coming and she's going to be so important for the retreats and everything you are doing. And that time, of course, we were playing on uh, hosting retreats, but we didn't start yet. So it was like out of nowhere. You've frozen up. Hello. So, Hello. So I, I missed. I missed that, Boris. You threw, You froze up for just a few seconds. Oh, I. You've frozen up again now. I'm sorry. Uh, what moment was it? Um. You've frozen up again. I don't know whether it's your internet. I think yeah, it, must, yeah, it, must, yeah. must, it must be. It must be your internet. Okay. Yes, you're on about. You, you'd have, you, 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 yeah. So, so you'd, you'd, in, your mother had, had um, done ayahuasca and everything. That's what actually stuck in my mind that you're actually that your mom actually <laughs> actually did it. That she was open minded enough um, to, um, to to participate in something like this because most people have not got that level of uh, open mindedness. I've, I've well, got to, I've got to say, there's still that stigma, and I think it's that I think it's people like yourselves that's. You know, and me obviously we're putting stuff like this out that's that's um gonna it's completely it's it'll be a slow process. It took a while to build up, you know, the say no to drugs, and there is a reason for it, you know. But now I think to bring it and to display it and present it in more of a medical aspect and like a safer zone, and you yes. do it with setting and you do it with a sitter and you do it, you know, because you can have a negative trip or a negative journey. I don't like to call them bad. Yeah. You know, that can happen. And the younger and more careless you are, it probably will happen. Yes, without a doubt. It's important to to set those rules and understand that it's your brain. And we want to be really gentle with our brain. Like we deal with a lot. So, you know, I think this is the the way that we're doing it because there's so many places now that are popping up. I think yeah, is that we are traditional Mm. everybody has their own shtick and everything but what you will get with us and that's why we'll stay that way is the traditional medicine the rest is like integration we're adding in now fire circles like yoga those you know we will always have but when you come it will always be we start and we finish together there's not ever going to be music like outside of what the shaman can play you know, it's going to be mm. what you get in Peru, and I like yeah. that because I've been. Well, that's in- where that's where it, it actually originated from, isn't it? I mean, it's it's going back to this. It's going back to the source, and and uh, Boris Boris said it said earlier that when he when he first realised that um, there was doing ceremonies, you know, legally now in in, in Portugal and um, you know and in and in Europe and in Spain. Uh, and then he actually saw what was going on. It was like, hold on a sec, you, we've been down to the Amazon. We've seen how this should be done properly, you know, with intention, you know, in, in the sacred way. And then people are bastardizing it over over in over in Europe, making, you know, making a mockery of it. Same as what happened in the 60s with psychedelics. And that's what shut everything down, you know, irresponsible people, you know, it, it wasn't they wasn't being used the way they should be used. You know, and what's what's I think is impressive about uh, APL and, and the thing that you're doing there is that you, you are sticking to the to 
the traditions of how it should be done and, and respecting and respecting them traditions and respecting them traditions as well. No, it's, it's true. We, um, yeah, sticking with that original formula and also like having respect. The main thing we say to you also when you come, trust, respect, and surrender. So like I trust that everything is going to be okay and I respect the strength of this medicine. I respect the people that are coming, that they're trusting us with their with our minds and my partners. And then you really do have to surrender. And once you surrender, whether it's in a ceremony or in real life, that's when things start happening. That's when it gets exciting. That's when mm. like, you know, it starts flowing towards you. So once surrender. You kind of like be with them, everything started flowing. Like something happened where I just had to say yes to this and yes to that. So that's the, that's the most beautiful part of this is just surrendering mm. to the process and then life will go along i think that's the i think that's the, that's the key word just just surrendering to the to the process right okay well i'm i'm aware i'm very aware that a lot of my listeners have not got a clue what ayahuasca is or anything that we're talking about now and that's obviously what i'm trying to do i'm trying to get this information out there to people that have not got a clue what this is so could you try and explain to my, to my listeners both of you together what exactly yeah. ayahuasca is and what, what um, psychedelic substances and entheogenics and everything that you're doing there and the benefits and, and what it's for and why you should do it if, if you know, and, and everything that you can just, just tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, we're going to start with this because he's, he's got his spiel. He's, I'm coming right back. <laughs> yes, sure. So first of all, as far as we were talking about traditions, I think it's important to highlight that even the, in the Amazon, traditions are different. And uh, if you look at Brazilian tradition and the uh, Peruvian one or Ecuadorian one, you will see that there are similarities, but there are also differences. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's impossible to say that there is only one right way, only one tradition that you should follow. There are differences. But what we know for sure is that the Peruvian style, the Peruvian uh, tradition is one of the ancient ones. And uh, people who live there and work with plants are keeping those knowledge from uh, generations that passed, passed, passed away already. So that's why when I'm talking about ayahuasca, I'm mostly talking about Peruvian tradition mm. of ayahuasca. So yeah. just to, to, to make the contents. Yes. Uh, so what is ayahuasca? Ayahuasca is the traditional drink uh, that people in the Amazon were using possibly for thousands of years. And uh, classically, this is the combination of uh, two plants. The first one is the wine, ayahuasca wine or bicati. And uh, the second component of ayahuasca brew is a uh, chicruna plant. In Peru, in Ecuador, it would be chiliponga or mimosa in Brazil. But so the all the can contain DMT. DMT, DMT yeah. The chicruna contains the DMT, yeah. And the, the ayahuasca vine, which you mentioned, is that is that does that contain the um, the monoamine oxidase inhibitor, which makes it orally active? Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, our, our enzymes uh, in our body are easily breaking down DMT, so orally it's not active. Mm -hmm. So that's why we to suppress those enzymes to make ayahuasca orally active, and that's why we need this first component, the ayahuasca wine. But also, you know, I, I don't want people to be confused and think that. Only that the experience comes only from the DMT that is inside, because it's not true. And uh, to be completely honest, we don't know for how long healers in the Amazons are using DMT-contained plants in those in their ceremonies, because we have evidence that local local healers are using 
ayahuasca wine, vinistropiscopy for thousands of years. Without, without, the, without the DMT? That's for sure. Yeah. That's we can we, we can we can say it for sure, but we don't know for how long they're using the ayahuasca brew that contains DMT. It might be one hundred years, it might be thousands of years. So mm -hmm. we don't know. But okay. now the classic uh, recipe of ayahuasca uh, contain uh, two plants: ayahuasca wine and chikruna bush leaves from chikruna. Mm -hmm. So this is what ayahuasca is. But in different tribes, they can also add another plants like. Uh, uh, Datura or uh, Chiriksananga or Unidigata or Chichuasi and each of these plants will uh, represent itself in a specific way of work with the participant. Uh, mm -hmm. Either health benefits or some special aspects of spiritual journey. Uh, but on our retreats, we, we usually don't uh, use this uh, complicated mixes because uh, different people are coming and each person has its own intention its own problem yeah. so there is no need to use this specific uh, additional plants <laughs> yeah so that that's what i what that's what i was is and uh, even uh, right now you can listen to a great uh, lecture of Dennis McKenna on uh, it names beyond ayahuasca where he talks about uh, the use of pure ayahuasca wine and how powerful it is because this MAOIs what are they uh, these compounds were the very first uh, antidepressants that was right that were, right okay so that's just the that's oh. the, the monomase the MOAI yeah and that's yes. obviously what yes. makes the, the the DMT or, or reactive so that in itself is a medicine just just obviously by its by itself and as oh. So even without the second component, ayahuasca is still extremely potent. So what ayahuasca does, it works on three levels, on the physical level, on the mental level, and on the spiritual level. Right. First action of ayahuasca is purification. Ayahuasca purifies you. That's why you're going through the process of purging, for example. Mm -hmm. it's both physical I remember that. And spiritual. Yeah, I bet, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you can't separate this... Uh, this aspects one from another. It's ayahuasca always works uh, uh, in a complete way on our physical body, on our mind, and on our spirit. So the purification is the first stage. And uh, once we uh, are purified, ayahuasca can reorganize our physical body, our mind, and our spirit. And through this connection, through this process of reorganization, we can achieve the better state of our mind or the better state of our physical body to receive healing, to receive happiness, to receive a new direction in our life. Just to receive, what, receive everything. What, what, what the most important is that ayahuasca is in a life spirit. And that's not about chemical compounds inside of the drink. It's about your connection with something beyond our normal way of understanding of reality. And through, only through this connection, we can really achieve results. When we come to the ceremony with an open heart, with respect, with trust, with surrender, then we can achieve results. And why, by the way, we need a shaman. Who is the shaman? Uh, in fact, shaman is just the administrator of the ceremony. He administrates your journey. But how he can do it? He can do it because his connection with ayahuasca, with plants, is so pure. Mm. Because he has so many long-term dietas when he was living in the solitude in the Amazonian rainforest in this constant connection with the forest, with entities, with spirits, with plants. So he created this bond He's with the spirit of the, of the medicine. Yeah. And that's why through him, we can connect with this world outside. 
And that's why when people are drinking ayahuasca without the shaman, it is it is really dangerous because you are stepping into the world that is not familiar for you. Mm. And you can catch good energies, but you can also catch negative energies. So it's the same as go to the rainforest without a guide. You may have a nice journey there, but you also might be eaten by the jaguar, you know? So <laughs> no, I, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from because for, for me... Obviously, um, I don't know whether my listeners know, but I came out last year uh, in uh, October, the beginning of November, and did a five-day retreat with you, with with uh, with 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 you guys. And um, I, if if you'd have asked me um, before I actually came, some some of the the things, the serendipities and everything else that 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 happened in there, then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't even be having this having this conversation with with. Um, with with you guys with I you guys now with you a couple times outside and you're just like in awe of a couple of things and i just said just wait just watch it'll it'll keep flowing you know because some of the times you'll meet people in the retreats that you never meet or have interactions with in your daily life and you find out that you're all here to work on yourselves or find something bigger or the bigger picture so there's already that like element there that is interesting but you sometimes I really like to see how in awe you were. It was almost childlike because you were experiencing me, yeah. And yeah. you were like really taking it in and you were really excited about it, but it it was causing you pause because yes, you, without you, a doubt, yeah. And now yeah. you're starting to see it in a different. So it was it was really cool to watch. Mm. But as as Boris was saying, um the, 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 the plant medicines it's is they're very important and it is a profound experience. The ayahuasca it's a profound experience in itself, but for me, it just—it wasn't just like like you said, Boris. Anybody can take ayahuasca. You can go on the internet and can get some ayahuasca. You know, it's it's not the point of the actual plant. Obviously, it is the point of the plant, but the whole—I mean, when I first met Roman and first met yourselves and you and you as well, Amanda, it's difficult to even explain whether it's the environment that you're in when you when you when I actually arrived there. And what a beautiful place! What a beautiful place it was in the middle of nowhere. The, the, the stars at night when you're just laid there, you know, by the pool. And it's just, you know, it's, it's incredible. You can see the, Mil- the Milky Way. It's, it's, um, so it's not, the, it's not the point of the actual medicine, which it is. It's a massive part of it because it's a profound experience. But the whole, the whole thing, you know, and meeting uh, Roman, the shaman, this, there was just something, I can't even put my finger on it. I can't even explain it. Something completely different about that guy. And you also as well. And you, Amanda, you've got something about you, some, some, whether it's a calmness or just, you just, you just want, you just believe, you just believe immediately because you, because you can tell that there's such wisdom, such wisdom, such wisdom there. So it's not just about the plants, it's about the whole process. And, and, and that's, that's why I think what you're doing now, bringing these, these traditions, you know, these property traditions from the Amazon, and you know, and doing it properly over here in 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 Europe. In Europe. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take yeah, it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I think that as far as we are talking about ayahuasca and what it is, I think that one of the best explanations of ayahuasca is that through our life experience, we are gaining so much from our parents, from our friends, from all the situations that we had in our life, and uh, we be- we become something like an onion with. Uh, a lot of different layers they came from different parts of our life experience mm-hmm. yep the, in the end of the way we just find ourselves in a place where we are no longer know who we are because we are just the mixture 
of uh, wishes of our parents, of the image of our friends about us, but where we are, who we are, where we are came from. So what ayahuasca is doing is peeling this onion layer by layer. And uh, sometimes, you know, people are saying that during the ceremony, you might have this death experience when you are dying. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to call it this way because it creates this um, this fear of, uh, the, the, it creates fear inside because it's not about dying. It's about this uh, pro pro process of, yeah. yeah, the process of peeling your onion, you know, when, when you understand yeah. that you no longer have the wishes that you had, you no longer desire what you were mm. desire. You are no longer have the image of ourselves that yeah. you had. And I, in I, the I, end I, of the process, you can just come into the into your roots and yeah, see yeah. who you are and where you want to go. And mm -hmm. it brings a lot of happiness. That's that's what we are looking for as humans, you know, just to be happy on this in the on this earth. I, I didn't I didn't put it as politely as you, Boris. Um I didn't use the um union analogy. I felt like, and this is how I've explained it, is that I've been walking around throughout my life accumulating bullshit. <laughs> I remember you telling me this, actually. I remember talking yeah. to you about And just like you've been caked in bullshit and, and just, you know, and just accumulating all this bullshit throughout my life. And then just, just it's just like layers of bullshit fall, fall, falling off, really. That's how I felt about the whole the whole thing. You know, that it, I was just, I was just shedding layers of bullshit. Yeah. I remember you and I were talking about how like it's like um small talk or things like this or how you know and I was like I don't do that like after I and I never have like I don't feel the need to just mm. do that like yeah you know I'll have to go here and say that this and I have this and this is the stuff and I'm like it becomes less important after I like you really learn to just live and people will start responding that way. Mm. They'll kind of know and then they'll be okay with it because the rest of it is just noise. Yeah. Really, it, really yeah. Noise. It's, it's difficult to integrate things, you know, af afterwards integrate your, ex your experience. And as I say, when, you know, it's, it's difficult for me now because I, I can't, like you, like you say, Amanda, it's difficult just to have a normal conversation with somebody because when they're talking about, you know, what's happened on, on EastEnders or, or or the latest car they've got or what engine size it's got or what this team's done or what that team's done and, and it's just like, I'm just, it's just like, ah, I can't be bothered yeah, with this conversation world, anymore. The rest of the world doesn't drink Aya with us. That's what I always tell clients, like when they're about to step out of the door. I'm like, unfortunately, not everybody else was on the same boat. So... Yeah. And that's why this last year I've been only studying integration and taking courses on this because this is the most important work because yeah. you can have some amazing experiences in your three nights and, and it carries on. You know, you have that high for two weeks, this afterglow period, mm. but the same bullshit or the same things, people will come at you with the same stuff. It will start to wear you down. Mm -hmm. You know, you will start to react in the way, same way you did. You can only take that. So that's why... It's really important to set up like an accountability either with yourself or with somebody um, just to check in and then either through meditation or with microdosing, which I have found has been really good for people that are having a problem where you take five days out of the month. It doesn't have to be every month. It can be every three months and you do a dieta and you drink a small bit of B-copy, pure B-copy. What's B-copy? What's Bee copy. It's, it's uh, ayahuasca wine. It's, it's ayahuasca. It's pure All right, ayahuasca. Okay. All right, okay. So it's just called bee copy. And um, not only if you've had ayah before, it, 
it allows you to connect, but you can reset your system. So, you know, I think Boris likes to say, when you leave us, you have a full tank of gas, you're like ready to go, you're ready to face. And as you know, you leave, it goes down a little bit. So if you don't time for like a ceremony and you know, you don't want to become addicted to ceremonies either, but it's okay to like, do this micro dosing set just to realign everything you have aya dreams you totally connect with her you take that time out and then that's set you for the next three months but it's a nice accountability and it's a nice way to approach integration mm. because it, it is hard and things do pop up later on i'm sure something's popped up in your head and you're like why no is i don't that yeah I suppose that's yeah. similar to what you were talking about earlier when you smell when you know when you smell something you know and it brings you straight back you know when you t- you know that you know, um, I've got a confession to make, Amanda and Boris, as well. Um, now, I feel as if I'd screwed up my, you know, I, the thing was, like like I said to you earlier, that the ayahuasca, it was, a, you know, it's it was an incredible experience, just the ayahuasca itself. But it, but the whole week was just such a fabulous experience, meeting you guys, meeting Roman the Shaman, and everybody else that went there as well. So it's not, you know, the, the, the ayahuasca, the actual plant medicine is only a small, only a small part of that, the, the, the whole process how you feel at the end of that week is, is, is not just, it's not just the plant medicine. And, uh, and I had a, I had a conversation with, with Roman, the shaman, because I had arranged, because my friend had picked me up from the airport, dropped me off at the, the retreat and I was meeting him again. He was picking me back up on the Friday. And, uh, and I'd spoken to, uh, to Roman and, and, uh, and I said, look, I'm, I feel as if after this journey now, it's, this is a bad idea because I feel as if I need time on my own, time to integrate this. I just need to be alone and, and, and quiet. And I really felt that. And I, and I was scared that I would lose everything that I'd gained, you know, by meeting my, my friend, but it had already been arranged. Yeah. And, uh, and so I sort of like, I feel as if uh, I went straight back into, in, into ego and didn't give me time, give myself time to, uh, to integrate, um, I mean, obviously, it's had a profound effect to me, and I don't think that we'll be doing this podcast now. I wouldn't have even started this podcast. I wouldn't have had the courage to do that if it wouldn't have been kind of been coming there. But yeah, I definitely need to uh, to come. But this time, really do it properly and really respect, really, really respect, really, really respect the medicine. You know, and hopefully this time I'll get you know something massive out of it. Your boundaries, though, I think that's interesting. I mean, that happened, and that's okay how it did. But I think now you understand the importance of boundaries and mm-hmm. even set plans in the future, if we don't feel comfortable with it, or even now, if I'm like, Oh, that was a good idea then, but now being okay with it, being okay to say to that person, this is just not, it's not my time. It's not my place. Like this is a big part of uh, Aya teaches us to create boundaries for ourselves because, yeah. you know, only through ourselves can we take care of others and, and give others our true, our full self. So this is, um, that's an interesting insight for you. You know, I very, don't very interesting. Yeah. And, and you know what, it's anything, but it's, it's good. It's very strange because um, even though, it's, even though it sounds awful, this, but even though when I was speaking to, to Roman and he was saying that it's not a good idea that you, that you uh, maybe go out in crowds of pe- crowds of people and then you start, you know, you, you jump straight back into it, go start eating rich food and things like that. Because I've been on this diet for like three weeks. I was the, the cleanest diet I've ever had in my life. And I felt amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and um and and I had a Chinese. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay. I mean this it happens. The best part is when everybody feels guilty about it and tells us. Yes, like, oh, it was the best Chinese I've ever had in my life, honestly. <laughs> yeah. well, that's good. 
and that that's a good experience but you know it the was. guide is also there for you and it, it does help your experience go longer but that's why when you do these like mini micro doses or mini moments it gets you, you back there get you back there like you're just you're respecting the medicine you take five days you know you can do it during the middle of the week you started on monday and, and then you're like okay i did that and you you start from that point integrating again and then you start again and so mm. this is a really good way to do it and i think now that we're back on track i'm gonna start doing like monthly integrating either a podcast or Zoom all podcast. right yeah that's a good idea it's a really good idea whatever groups want to come together so i can also work on um my craft but i think it's a good idea so people can all come on and we can talk about where we are and what we've, what we've had been going on so yeah i think it's really important that you've highlighted that not only ceremonies but the whole experience was the game changer for you without you know, a doubt yeah yeah sometimes people think that they can just come for one ceremony and understand what ayahuasca is but that's not true because uh, Ayahuasca has its process, and uh, it's not a silver bullet, but a path that you are stepping in. So that's why the whole retreat experience is so important, because it's not only about ceremonies, it's also about preparation, it's about integration, that's mm. about being uh, among people who can explain your experience to you, to guide you a little bit. It's about uh, talk, uh, conversations with a shaman who has so so much experience behind his shoulder and can explain you mm. what, what happened with you. Because nowadays, so many people are reaching to me and they, they're just feeling so confused after ceremonies that they had with, 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 some, uh, with some people. Because it was just like one-time ceremony and the next day they came back home and they, uh, they just can't understand was it the right thing, was it the wrong thing. Mm. What, what 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 happened you know yeah, and that's uh, yeah. why if, if someone is thinking about uh, trying ayahuasca please take your time and prepare yourself for the experience yeah. prepare your mind prepare your body and then give yourself time to integrate the experience to be with people who can uh, guide you and direct you this is the key yeah i mean well, the thing is is that um if you're gonna sort of like take the time out i mean the reason why like you said take your time before you make the decision to do it it took me six years five i think five or six years to actually make the decision when you get that call and it sounds ridiculous you get a call in fry ayahuasca and, and if you'd have talked to me six years ago i wouldn't you know i, I would have probably laughed at you and laughed at myself as, as well but it's took me it's taken me six years to, to uh it took me six years to do you know to, to do this so um yeah i understand exactly what you're saying um don't take don't take this lightly. You don't don't just you don't just do it on on a whim. I knew exactly what I was getting myself in for, and I'd, and I'd listen I'd listen to lots of videos. I'd, I'd watched lots of trip reports, people that have been on, you know, all all, all this stuff. So I knew that you know that it, it wasn't going to be easy. If you're expecting it to be fun, if you're expecting it to be you know a laugh and a holiday, you know, then 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 it's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna be that. It's not. Do a different medicine. That's what I tell people. I also ask what they're looking for because, um, you know, if you do want it to be a party or a good time, there are other entheogens out there. Of course, this, yeah. this is not for that. And so, yeah, we do have, we have had probably on every retreat someone come because they're trying to fix what has happened to them on a past retreat. Either, all right, okay, yeah. Or they, you know, somebody was just pushing play on the machine, or somebody had mixed something in the aya, and it it really scares me. Like when I hear these stories, like I'm very scared of what's happening because this is also 
very quick way for Aya to become bad and press yeah. and the news and all of these things. So this is going down that, you know, like LSD and acid. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is a good way to really get it also in a bad track. So, you know, be mindful of that and, and really be aware. And the, 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 the circle is very small of like providers and everybody talks and that's what's good. But yeah. You know, well, I, th- I think we're definitely going through uh, another psychedelic uh, revolution, you know. Uh, but I think this time, I think this time, we need to be, we need to do it right. <laughs> we definitely yeah. need to do it. We definitely need to do it right. And I think that it's people like yourselves, you know, that have that are very responsible, you know, and have got real respect, you know, for for, for the for the traditions that's that's you know that's hopefully going to um, guide it. And and it was only it was only the fact that it got into you know people thought. Um, back in the 60s that it was it was going to be fun you know and you know and it's you know and it was just for recreational purposes when when really when really it's it's not uh if you if you was to um give i mean obviously it's not for everybody it's not it's not for for everybody um there's 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 reasons why you shouldn't obviously do you know take psychedelic substances but if somebody was um if somebody was thinking about doing this um what what advice would you would, would you give to them before they actually made that decision to you know to to contact somebody like yourself and decide to, to go on, on this journey well i think the first question that a person should ask himself is do i really want any change in my life am i ready for this because uh, you know one thing is to live your life without knowing what you have to change and totally it's a totally different story when you know what has to be changed, mm-hmm. but you are not doing it. And it creates a lot of conflicts inside. So if you just want to try ask uh, to have an experience without the desire to change things, to make your homework, maybe mm-hmm. I was not for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so th- th- this is very important. Even when we were visiting Peru for the very first time and we didn't know much about ayahuasca, one thing we had for sure we had uh, our heart open for any change that ayahuasca can bring into our life and sometimes you know it's the same with as with uh, people who are addicted to drugs they think that they can just stop drugs but that's that's not about it that's about the whole environment they are living in sometimes to stop using drugs you have to leave all your friends you have to change the place where you live mm-hmm. you have to change your whole life otherwise you're going to be drowned back into the state where you are. So the same with ayahuasca. The main and the most important question is, am I really ready for the change? What what I say is, um, which is the same, what are you willing to give up? That's because the thing, yeah. That's, that's what I ask them. And then they're like, what are you talking about? I'm going to have all of these things. Can you hear me? You've frozen up again, Amanda, Boris. I mean, you are you have to give up a part of yourself or or how you act or how you behave yeah and it's to show you that you can't go back necessarily yeah you're breaking up again now for some reason don't know why i don't know if you can hear me but i can't hear you and you've frozen on this, on this like screen. once you've seen it yeah i, I just missed a little bit oh. of that i missed a little bit of that amanda sorry all right um right okay then so right then um now, people come and do ayahuasca for, for, for lots and lots of, of reasons, um, for addictions and things like that. Um, can you just give, just briefly, both of you, um, 
some of the benefits, you know, some of the reasons, you know, I'm not like we've already discussed, it's not for everybody, but um, some of the reasons why, if you was looking, if you were looking for something, um, how ayahuasca could give it to you and the reasons why people would come on and, and decide to do this journey and the benefits of the benefits of it, you know, like addiction and all sorts. I think that on the, on the lighter side, obviously for um, depressed, you know, if you are depressive person or you have depressive traits um ayahuasca in itself is an antidepressant and it can allow you to see third person your issues and how maybe to um deal with them without the emotional side so you know we have a class there are different classes of drugs and our medicines and aya is that where you can see you know you're looking outside down at an issue and you don't have the emotional attachment. So it's easier to kind of like work through it. Um, spirituality, sometimes, you know, we have people that just want to come and be closer spiritually. They want to reconnect with Mother Earth or with their loved ones who've passed. And that's, that's also really okay. That's fine. Um, addiction is a, big is a big one. And because the world right now is all suffering some sort of addiction and it doesn't just mean it's from drugs we mean from phones from lifestyle yeah. from, you know the, the lifestyle is a huge addiction that we all kind of need mm. to cut ourselves from um and stop being so big in this material world and really getting back because after you drink aya you know you can't help it but you kind of become a little bit of a hippie for a minute like <laughs> powering yeah. doesn't really matter you're like sitting around and you know, you, yeah. there are puke buckets in the corner. I love it. It's like, well, whatever. It's, it's great. When I, my, when I left, when I left the retreat, I'll be completely honest with it. I was like, I was like, I'd gone, I turned into a child again. I'd like I turned into a child again, literally. And I was just like walking around, and everything was just wow, 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 wow. And uh, there were serendipities, and you know, and coincidences, and things like that. And it was just, it was just, it was crazy. I just felt oh. I, I was on a high. I was literally on a high for. For days and days and days. I want to say hi, like like just like a child, like a child. That's what it we was... all kind of want is to look through the world with these childlike eyes, like everything is like bright and new, and that's, that's yeah, kind of what we're all searching for. So yeah, I I think for that, um, there are certain types of people that shouldn't take ayahuasca unless they're under uh, care of a physician um, and probably in a more clinical setting. So we do have a pretty rigorous process that we go through with people now uh, based on their medicines or their past history, because, you know, when dealing with PTSD or bipolar or um, manic depressives, you need to, the, the ayahuasca can trigger those, those things mm. pretty quickly. So we're pretty honest with what we can and can't deal with because we don't want to harm anybody. Yeah. yeah you know i think that it's important to highlight that ayahuasca is not a solution for all problems um, usually we think about ayahuasca as a superstar of amazonian medicine but in reality in the amazon there are thousands of medicinal plants that can be used for specific illnesses if you have yeah. inflammation arthritis uh, um, you're diabetic there is a plant in the amazon that can help you to restore your your, your health. Mm -hmm. So shamans and Amazon believe that any illness is a representation of physical factors as well as spiritual factors. So if you have any kind of disease, it means that your energy is crossed inside. And uh, what ayahuasca is doing is it com it's completes the healing. Yeah. 
it, it works on all levels. On your physical level, it purifies your body and detox your body. On the mental level and on the spiritual level, it aligns your energy. So that's why if a person has any serious physical disease, there is no need to count on ayahuasca only because there are so many plants, medicinal plants in the Amazon. Mm -hmm. And if you really have a health issue that you want to heal, there is a point to go to the, there is, it's a reason to go to the Amazon and go on a shamanic dieting with one of these master plants and then complete the healing process with ayahuasca. So I think it creates a confusion sometimes for people because they think that they can come to the ceremony and heal themselves from whatever they want. Sometimes it, it happens, but that's not a rule. Ayahuasca only completes the healing. Yeah. So that's why I think that one of the benefits, the main benefits that you can get from ayahuasca is to harmonize the relationship with the world outside and with the world inside of you. And this is very important because when we live in harmony, when we live in balance, you know, a lot of our problems disappear by themselves. So that's why ayahuasca is always about finding the balance, mm. balance between ourselves and the world we are living in. Yeah. Because there are so many, it's, it's so often when people feel this conflict inside and then they, they are getting depressed and they, then they feel this anxiety, then they start to be addicted to drugs. But what is the main reason? The main reason is because their idea about themselves and the world does not match the reality. Mm. So what Ayahuasca is doing is balancing yeah, I think we're living. In, I mean, we're living in an epidemic of, of imbalance in this in this world now. It's just you know, and I think it's it's definitely needed. Um, before we go, because we've we've run a little bit over, um, but um, each of you, what would you say that working with um, ayahuasca and other plant medicines um, has, has given you, and and um, how much different is your life now? Do you feel as it that, to what it would have been if you hadn't ever discovered these these amazing these amazing, amazing plant medicines. I mean, you both got a massive smile on your face. Obviously, you're yeah. uh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, hap you're happy that you have. Well, you know, it, it gives us everything we need. <laughs> I mean, for me, it it gave me purpose, like really my life purpose, which everybody looks for. I have my life's purpose, and it, well, that's a big thing. I think <laughs> that's a massive it, thing. Just laid it out in front of me. And then it's just so incredible because I love it. So not only do I have like my purpose, but I love doing this. You know, we do live on retreats, but they are 24 hours a day, eight days straight of like, we're busy, but I, we're never overwhelmed or tired. We're just like, we can't believe this is our job and how much I love learning about it. And like, mm. and so for me, it, it gave me the life that I had no idea that this is what I needed, but you it and now you've got it and you love it. Yeah. And, and Boris, you know, I want to tell you a very short story to answer your question because okay. it's obvious that ayahuasca gives me the opportunity to meet different people and to work with plant medicine and study plant medicine and to be in a constant contact with shamans. And uh, I mean, it gives me everything I need, but to answer your question, I will tell you a really quick story. Once I, I've been in Peru and I talked with, uh, with one old shaman. He was in his 90s, I think. So he, was, he was old. So, <laughs> and, but he, he, had, he had ceremonies maybe three times a week. You know? And uh, I talked with him and I was like, uh, Maestro, 
just tell me what is the reason for you to drink ayahuasca because obviously you don't have intention for each ceremony you don't have questions for each ceremony what 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 are the main reasons for you to have ceremonies all over and over and over again and she was like boris you don't understand ayahuasca is a petrol station and when i come to this petrol station i feel my life tank with an incredible energy that gives me everything i need it gives me health it gives me happiness it gives me energy it protects me this is the blessing to live in this contact with the ayahuasca with the spirit of the medicine with amazonian medicine and uh, that's the same for us we're just happy to live under this umbrella of amazonian medicine that protects us and heals us and makes our life full of wonders and sustain and sustain you and sustain you well that's that's a brilliant answer that is boris that's it that's <laughs> a great answer just just one more thing um that i that i have to mention um is the heroics heart uh, project um amanda yeah. that, you're, that you're involved in obviously your ex your ex um us us military and you're still still involved with with this what's what's that about uh the heroic hearts project is putting veterans from all over the world. So that's what I love. It's not just the US. They also have one in the UK um, in touch with plant medicine. So they do right now ayahuasca retreats. Uh, they're opening into mushrooms, psilocybin very soon. Um, but our goal is to do within the next year, have a fully veteran retreat and then donate. So you can donate to the organization and then they put a veteran in need in touch with somebody like us or i will do integration work with them but it's a great organization that is putting um much needed help instead of uh you know what the va is able to offer actually plant medicine for veterans around the world that's brilliant that's brilliant and the last thing is um where can everybody find you and get in touch with um apl and basically everything that you that you do there just give me all the information of where people can find you and find out everything that you're doing so our online shop um is andiaexperience.com and andia how do you andia experience.com how do you spell that i'll put a it on the link anyway a-n-d-e-a andia right okay and then experience yeah and uh you can find our retreats on the internet it's uh apljourneys.com apljourneys.com absolutely right yeah and uh, you can also find us on instagram yeah we are creating the educational platform there where you can listen not only to shamans and facilitators but also to psychotherapists and uh, integration specialists right and, uh, okay. I think that's what makes it great the combination of all factors because it's a mistake to rely only on tradition or only mm. on science I think that the future of ayahuasca in the combination of these two factors, because they speak about the same things, mm-hmm. but from different angles. So that's what we do. That's what we are passionate about. The combination of the modern Western approach and uh, the tradition of Peruvian and uh, yeah. Amazonian healers. Bringing ancient, ancient techniques and ancient practices together with modern science and, and everything else. And, you know, and people people take it more seriously when 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 it gets a little bit of science added to it for some reason, don't they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is a, which is a, which is a, a brilliant thing. Well, you know what? It's been an absolute it's been an absolute pleasure, and it's been really good to see you both again as well. And without a doubt, if I well, when I say if, I mean 
definitely when I, I, I was actually thinking about maybe doing one later on this year in September, something, something like that. But you're, you're definitely the guys that I'll, I'll be coming to because it was a, an absolute wonderful, wonderful experience. And, uh, and from day one, meeting yourself and, and Roman and everybody else, I just, you just felt it is a real, real safe, safe environment. So, so thank you, thank you Amanda. Thank you, Boris. And give my love to, uh, to Sasha as, as well. Um, yeah. And uh, bye bye. Thank you so much for having us. It was a pleasure. Bye. Thanks. Thank you.